I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Nincada. In warm countries, with real seasons and actual hot weather, the buzzing of cicadas is one of the quintessential sounds of the summer, like Daft Punk's Get Lucky. For me, in the rainy UK, it is still nostalgic, but in a very different way. I associate the sound of cicadas with the Japanese media of my childhood, catching bugs in the sunshine on various Animal Crossing games, or the palpable, sweltering heat that came through the TV in Neon Genesis Evangelion. I'm sure for people who grew up in hot climates, hearing the cicadas every summer gets annoying, but for me, it's always exciting. Ninkeda is a bug and ground type Pokemon which can be caught early in Pokemon Ruby or Sapphire. A big, pale bug with vestigial wings and dangling proboscises, Ninkeda is inspired by a cicada nymph, a young cicada which, when newly hatched, burrows underground for safety and survives off tree roots. In some species, they live underground for many years, only emerging after long intervals. Ninkeda's Pokedex entries discuss similar behaviour. Pokemon Ruby tells us, Ninkeda lives underground for many years, in complete darkness. This Pokemon absorbs nutrients from the roots of trees. It stays motionless as it waits for evolution. And Pokemon Sapphire tells us, Ninkeda lives underground. It uses its sharp claws to carve the roots of trees and absorb moisture and nutrients. This Pokemon can't withstand bright sunlight, so avoids it. And lastly, Pokemon Emerald tells us, it makes its nest at the roots of a mighty tree. Using its whisker-like antenna, it probes its surroundings in the pitch-black darkness of soil. Ninkeda's face reminds me somewhat of the cyborg ninja from Metal Gear Solid. The name, Ninkeda, combines the real-life bug, Cicada, with the word, Ninja, for reasons which will be more clear at the next evolution. The Japanese name is similar. Tutinin is a combination of Tsuchiniyumuro, to bury in the ground, and Ninja. So far, Ninkeda is a fairly unremarkable bug-type Pokémon. Things get interesting when it evolves. Cicada nymphs, when the time is right, climb up a tree and shed their skins, emerging as big, noisy, flying insects. While butterflies and moths create a cocoon, cicadas metamorphosize inside their exoskeleton, leaving a husk of themselves clinging to the tree's surface. At level 20, Ninkeda evolves into Ninjask, and it also leaves something behind. We'll come to that in a moment, but first, let's talk about Ninjask. A round black bug with short sharp arms, big wings, and gold accents on its carapace. The golden mask and horns look a little like samurai armour, 
or the colour scheme of a ninja one might see in something like Power Rangers or Mortal Kombat. With the horns, it almost seems like a samurai helmet. Ironically, the most well-known black and gold samurai was Oda Nobunaga, who eventually routed the Iga and Koga valleys from which most ninja traditions came, and essentially destroyed the ninja. The English name combines ninja with mask, which, you know, makes sense. The Japanese name is Tekkenin, with Tekka perhaps coming from the English word technique. The reason these cicada Pokemon feature ninja illusions is because of some ninja techniques. Tekka is also the Japanese word for gunfire, though Ninjask doesn't seem like much of a gunner to me. Just like the ninja you'd see in any number of anime or movies, Ninjask moves so fast it appears to teleport. This is commonly seen in Pokemon games as the move Double Team, which is something of a signature move for Ninjask. Pokemon Ruby tells us, Ninjask moves around at such high speed that it cannot be seen, even while its crying can clearly be heard. For that reason, this Pokemon was long believed to be invisible. The Pokedex entry in Pokemon Sapphire seems to refer to the intense training which ninja go through. If Ninjask is not trained properly, it will refuse to obey the trainer and cry loudly continuously. Because of this quality, this Pokémon is said to be one that puts the trainer's abilities to the test. And Pokémon Emerald says, Because it darts about vigorously at high speed, it is very difficult to see. Hearing its distinctive cries for too long induces a headache. The ninja connections don't end at Double Team. Supposedly, the real-life ninja would rely on the sound of cicadas to mask their own movements, which makes a lot of sense if you've ever heard how loud they can be. As well as this, there is a technique in old ninja myths and teachings named for the cicada. The Utsu Sesame no Jutsu, or Cicada Skin Technique, was the art of using decoys like dummies or strategically placed items of clothing to mislead pursuers as to your location. So named for the way a cicada leaves its empty husk behind, which at first glance looks like a bug unto itself. Speaking of cicadas leaving behind a husk, if the player has an empty slot on their Pokemon team, and from the fourth generation so long as they are carrying an empty Pokeball, another Pokemon will appear in their party when Ninkada evolves into Ninjas. Shedinja. Shedinja is a hollow golden husk of a bug, its back opened up by Ninjask's emergence and leaving behind the appearance of wings and a dark black void. It is unmoving, other than floating in an otherworldly way thanks to its new ghost typing. It has a halo above its head, which combined with the gold and white colour scheme gives it a traditionally Judeo-Christian angelic appearance. As well as its unusual obtainment method, Shedinja is also known for its odd combination of only 1 HP and the ability Wonder Guard, which means that only super effective attacks can do any damage. This strange ability was absolutely fascinating, and people tried desperately to make it work. But unfortunately, Shedinja's bug and ghost typing has five weaknesses, some of them quite common. Still, it could be handy, especially when paired with a focus band. This ability, Wonder Guard, 
can't be transferred by any other abilities or moves, unfortunately. As alongside Shedinja, the third generation also gave us Sableye, a Pokemon who had zero weaknesses, until the fairy type was introduced three generations later. I remember a lot of speculation online about moving Wonderguard over to Sableye, essentially creating an invincible Pokemon, uh, but alas it wasn't to be. Much more recently, in fact in the 2019 VGC competitions, a neat trick with Shedinja was discovered. Using the move Soak changes its type to the Water type, a typing with only two weaknesses, the somewhat uncommon Grass and Electric. Suddenly, Shedinja was actually a viable and common monster. This ability, and Shedinja's appearance, make it seem quite holy, some even comparing it to a Guardian Angel. There's something a little darker under the surface, however. Just as the beautiful humanoid appearance of angels is not the true form they show to prophets, that's all fire and wills within wills and a hundred eyes, under this outer shell, Shedinja also hides a terrible secret. Pokemon Ruby tells us, Shedinja's hard body doesn't move, not even a twitch. In fact, its body appears to be merely a hollow shell. It is believed that this Pokemon will steal the spirit of anyone peering into its hollow body from its back. Pokemon Emerald dials things back a little bit, telling us, a peculiar Pokemon that floats in air even though its wings remain completely still. The inside of its body is hollow and utterly dark. But then Diamond and Pearl ramp it right back up again by telling us, a discarded bug shell that came to life. Peering into the crack on its back is said to steal one spirit. Shedinja, of course, combines ninja with shed, as this is a shed skin come to life. The Japanese name is a lot of fun. Nukenin combines ninja with nukegara, the term for casting off skin. But also, Nukenin is the name for a ninja who has abandoned their clan shed their loyalty and colours as easily as an Inkada sheds its skin. Shedinja is a weird Pokemon. Weird to obtain, weird to use, with weird lore. I was intrigued by it as a child, but learning more about the truth of these strange bugs and their connection to ninja mythology has given me a whole new appreciation for it. Music for Luke Love's Pokemon was composed by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. Writing, editing, and producing is all by me, Luke Summerhays, and costs are covered by my lovely supporters on Patreon. I want Pokemon fans all over the world to join us on this journey of discovery. So please rate and review on whatever podcast app you're listening through, and please tell your Pokemon-loving friends. The podcast can be found on Twitter and Facebook at Luke Love's PKMN, so please come and join us and get in touch. If you have thoughts, feelings, and stories to share, I want to hear them and share them with others. The next two monsters coming up are Wisma and Makuhita, so please get in touch with your thoughts on those or about any other monsters. Lastly, as I mentioned, this podcast is supported by Patreon. If you want to listen to episodes early, say thanks to me and help keep the show hosted online, visit patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius. There you can also find other podcasts my pals and I create. And if you have an idea for something I could offer that would make you interested in signing up, Twitch streams, Q&As, video content on wider topics, please let me know. And even if you don't feel like doing any of that, thank you so much just for listening. I love Ninkada. And remember, I love you too.